We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, join us on Twitter at 937thefan, driven by Jim Shorkey, Kia, Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer. Shop all three locations at shorkeykia.com. And joining us now, this is a line that he usually reads on the fan hotline, brought to you by Workers' Compensation Law Firm of Holland Capitas, is our good friend Craig Riley, uh, who, Craig, a short turnaround for you. I appreciate you getting up early to join me after being up late last night after a, a, another bucko game. I wasn't going to miss this opportunity, Jim. <laughs> I know. There seems to be people seem to be excited about being on Bucko Talk with me today, which is good, because uh, we also have Joel Hanrahan coming up here uh, right after you, and then Greg Brown and Adam Barry. Uh, both of those guys were also – I don't know how late Joel was up last night. Maybe we'll find out. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, last night's game, it, it seems like there are so many games that in ways are microcosms of what we've seen all – shortened season long with, you know, things like failing to hit with runners in scoring position, a, a, an ill-timed wild pitch, um, another guy hitting a home run off a pitch down around his ankles, uh, and then a guy fisting one out into the outfield where nobody can catch it. Uh, and so, you know, there, there are a lot of self-inflicted issues with the Pirates, but there's bad luck in here. It just seems like it just seems like it, whatever happens, it, 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 and even though things have turned out better lately, you know, over the last 20-game stretch, that it's just there, – there are a lot of familiar things that keep happening to these guys. Yeah, it's the same problems over and over again, and I think that's what's getting more frustrating at times is that – like the defense, for instance. That's been a problem for, what, four years now? Now, the new regime wasn't going to fix that overnight, so it's not necessarily their fault. They can only work with what they had. But it's still frustrating when Kevin Newman at second base, where you would think he'd be better than he was last year at short – Boots another ball. He didn't get in the air for it, but he's been just really rough at second base. And then we know what Bell and Moran are like over at first. And like you mentioned, not taking advantage of other situations, the second and fourth innings last night, they lead off those innings, Moran and Bell getting on first and third with no out. Between those two innings, they get a total of one run. I mean, they lose by one run, and that's a difference in a game like that. And you just see that stuff, like you said, over and over and over again. Yeah, I know. Well, Jake Stallings did come through at least in the second of those two situations, but, 
you know, you see a rookie pitcher in that situation with in trouble with nobody out. And then he strikes out three straight guys. And, geez, Frazier's now in, in last night's lineup batting eighth. And he struck out three times. Um, you know, Tucker, well, he was three for three, meaning three strikeouts and three trips. Um, and then, I mean, it was so bad that Tucker, he, <clears throat> that Tucker was pinch hit for late in the game by a guy who's hitting one, under 150, or at least he is, at least he is now after he struck out. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I, I'm, what are the answers? I'm, I'm, I mean, you've been, you've been sitting in this chair, although I guess our chairs are not the same chair like they would be normally. Uh, but, but you've been sitting in this chair, and I imagine you've been trying to search for the answers uh, over the last two months. The answers to these problems are get to the off season and move some guys and bring some guys up. I, they keep talking about nobody's winning or losing jobs this year, that's what Shelton said the other day, and I think part of that is because they don't know who's going to be here next year because a lot of guys get moved, so why say somebody won a job just to trade them in the off season? But these problems aren't going to get fixed right now because the other issue they're having is, like you mentioned, Frazier was down hitting eighth last night, and if that's happening and he was on a 12-game hitting streak coming into the game, you're bumping other people up. So Brian Reynolds and his batting average that starts with a one was in the cleanup spot. If you can't get guys like him going and he's going to be hitting in the middle of the lineup, a lot of these issues aren't going to get fixed. And then some of the issues are just, there's guys here that won't be here next year, and there's guys playing in other positions that they're trying to showcase to other teams. The answers to me are eventually calling some young guys up later probably next year, like an O'Neill Cruz, a Jared Oliva in the outfield, and see what they can do. But as for this year, I'll use Shelton's line. This year's about learning and experience and teaching moments, and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, we've seen how it's gone. Um, <laughs> and even when they've even when they've won lately, and they, they have been a 500 team recently, right, over the last, the, the middle third of the season, they're a 500 team, which certainly after what we saw over the first 20 games is a major step forward. Um, and yet even in victory, a lot of those things are, are happening. And how did Newman, you know, I guess he wasn't great last year, but he's just been a disaster in the infield. And what's puzzling to me is that, and he's done a decent job in transition, but isn't Cole Tucker right now the best? Well, I guess Eric Gonzalez is their best fielder in the infield, shortstop. But isn't Tucker their second best middle infielder as a fielder? And then they're trying to make him into an outfielder? Yeah, that's what's been sort of curious to me, and I guess tells you where they view Tucker as opposed to the other options. Because I think Cole Tucker defensively at second base would be much better than Kevin Newman. And I don't see why Newman maybe couldn't play in the outfield. They worked him out there last year. He's taken reps out there. I think it's something that they could give it a shot. Because I asked John Wayner last night on postgame, what's going on with Kevin Newman? What does he see as to why he was at least serviceable at shortstop last year and is this bad at second base? And he said one of the things could just be it's shortstop, you're always moving. It's second, you can let the play come to you, and then mentally it's not clicking for him over there. But we've seen enough. Uh, he has enough errors over there and enough plays like last night that should have been rolled in there, and I still don't know how it wasn't. He's got enough plays over there to make me think it's not going to work. So why not give Cole Tucker a couple of days there, let him get back in the infield and show what he can do. But the fact that they keep him only in the outfield right now makes me wonder what they're thinking about his future here. Well, and then there's Polanco, um, who's yeah. under contract. And 
Man, you know that just kind of looking globally, as our friend Mike Tomlin might say, if you look back over the course of, and not obviously not this regime, but even and not even the Huntington regime, but back before that, is that the only contract that the Pirates have given out, the only long-term contract that they've given out that worked in their favor, was McCutcheon. Yeah. These long-term contracts where they thought they were going to get these guys cheap, I mean, think all the way back to Jose Tabata even. They thought, oh, we'll get this guy and we'll lock him up now and it's going to be great. And how many of these contracts now have they just looked to get out of? Because that's what the new regime is going to have to do, and that's the only reason they keep playing Polanco is hoping he shows some sign of life so they can dump that contract on somebody else this offseason. It's not like they want to have to eat some of the money. But at least they maybe won't have to pay him the full eleven million, which any amount of that money they can get out of at this point would be welcome. I mean, Polanco, like you said, he came into last night as a pinch hitter hitting one fifty. He struck out and he's hitting one forty eight now. It, it, nothing is working for him. Nothing's clicking. Everybody tells you he hits the ball hard when he does hit it, but that's great. He makes contact once out of every what fifteen times at this point. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to take to get him going. I know they're trying like crazy, and the only reason they're trying, in my eyes, has to be to move him. Well, Craigers, I'll let you go. Are you on after the game tonight as well? I am. Yep. Nice. Long day of sports here on the fan. Yeah, right, we got Panthers. Yeah, Panthers football, and and then we got um, and we got Bucko baseball, and then well, Bucko talk here for another uh, let's see, another hour and twenty minutes. Hey, Craig, thanks very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, let you get back to sleep, and uh, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on, Jim. I, I like talking with you. All right, thanks. All right, Craig Riley. Uh, he does a really good job too. I, I as <clears throat> I think I'm the oldest person on the air at the fan. I'm even older than Cook, which a lot of people find tough to believe. Uh, but, I mean, as far as I know, unless he was redshirted in middle school or something, which was not a trend back in the 70s, then um, he graduated a year behind me in high school. So, yeah, I'm the oldest guy. But I like it when I, we get young guys like Craig and, and then Matt Cole, our producer, who does that, that pre-pre, morning, the morning pre-pre-show, uh, the early morning show, I guess it's called. Uh, Kale Berger does a nice job around Pitt. Uh, so I, it's it's great to get these guys involved, and uh, Craig's been doing a, a really good job uh, around pirate baseball. Another guy I'm really looking forward to talking to is coming up next, Joel Hanrahan. He's been in the Altoona bubble, the Altoona taxi squad, whatever you want to call it, and I want to talk to him about Blake Seidelin, about the success of Jeff Hartlieb, and, and some of the other guys that he has seen down there in Altoona, and really just what's the protocol down there in terms of what's the day-to-day routine like? How do they get these guys uh, to stay in shape. You know, you can only get so many intra-squad and sim games, but that's all they can do. Uh, so looking forward to talking to Joel. That's coming up next. I'm Jim Colony. This is Bucko Talk on 93.7 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 